0: This podcast is brought to you by the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office, Mark Pettway Sheriff.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I am... Overly excited. I'm not gonna steal anyone's thunder, but I'm gonna get my joke in. Now I've heard this joke earlier. He thought it was funny. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be brief. So the first time I met, or that yeah, I did. I can't say meet. Uh, met our guest was in January, uh, end of January 2018. I was at the Temple Bethel. Um, our guest, because I don't want to give it away, uh, was the opening speaker for Bill Baxley and Doug Jones when they were doing their presentation on their prosecution of the gentleman that perpetrated the 1963 bombing here in Birmingham. So I, I was, I was with a young lady, a woman, a friend. I'm like, okay, I'm going to date this person. We're going to go, we're going to emotionally bond over this. They're going to talk about these little girls that were murdered. I'm hyped. We sit down, our guest is on stage and he talking, we sitting right next to each other. And my lady friend says about our guest, Ooh, he's so fine. <laughs> and I was salty. I was mad. I was like, I'm never voting for him again. You can rescind all of my donations and all of all of my votes never again. Never again. Like Alabama with with, 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 with Cam and the kick six. Never again. Iva. Take it away.
0: Wrecking homes, bro. Wrecking homes. <laughs> All right, Mr. Mayor, you on the the clock. I'm on the clock. Tell me a joke. How much
2: does Santa Claus pay
0: to park No, 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 (laughs) no. We want to hear from the guests. Let's go. guests. Tell me a joke. Gosh, I'm awful.
2: You know, I was supposed to do my homework before this. I walk in here and have my joke ready, my punchline (laughs) ready, and then it is not ready. Do I get a chance to make sure I do my joke before we end? No, this we, this is we hot, bro. This is we it. We hot. This is it. We hot. The mic is hot.
1: We hot. All right. Shoot. First one to come to mind, what First you got?
2: First one to come to mind. I don't know. <laughs> I, I am on this my brain so focused and serious right now.
0: Well, you need to have a beer or something, bro, cuz uh you need to lighten up. I'm with it. You I'm know, relax. It. I'm with it.
2: Relax. Oh, I feel I'm, I feel at home with y'all. just no, nothing's coming to mind. Yeah, you a home record. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: this is where we going to start. This is where we
0: going to start. Back to um, kind of to that joke. Let's ju- jump right into the hot seat. Right in it. I would not be worth my salt if I didn't ask.
2: Let's do it.
0: Is the most eligible bachelor in Birmingham off the market?
2: Yeah, I'm off the market, man.
0: Oh, so he's finally off the market. Yeah, I'm laying. I'm I'm chilling. You chilling? I'm chilling, bro. Safe. It's safety to chill. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So no no chance for for Sh- Shanae and all that. They need to let those dreams go. Yeah, they need to. They need to pause on it. All right. All right. Now let me ask you this there's no preparation for sitting down and talking to you. There's no preparation for meeting you anywhere because how in the world do you decide what you're going to wear, bro? I'm talking (laughs) to you. You you always, at at one point, I think you're going to wear a sweatsuit. And so I I wear a sweatsuit. You come here dressed up. There are times where surely he's going to have on a sweatsuit. I mean, on a suit. And here you come. How do you make up your mind what you gonna wear, man?
2: I don't know. It I just I feel it. And I had to be in court today, so that's why you got in the suit today. Uh-huh. But tomorrow, highly doubtful I'll be in the suit. <laughs> it's highly doubtful. Yeah. The coronavirus accelerated it, right? Like no nobody was actually <laughs> dressing up every day. Yeah. So I got real comfortable in the hoodie. I got yeah. real comfortable in just some a shirt. And, you know, here's the thing about the suit. The suit I represent the city and it's 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 cool to dress up. But I also represent the city. It's cool to not dress up.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm. Right?
2: That's that, right. That the biggest form of paraphernalia I can rock is anything pro Birmingham. That's yeah. why you're gonna always see me in UAB gear. You're gonna see me in Legion F C gear. Yeah. Man, you're gonna see me in Birmingham Southern gear. Yeah. You see me in Urban gear. That's right. You're gonna see me rocking and supporting local. Yeah. All Birmingham all day. Yeah. And it can be as, as slick and sly as a lapel or a scarf, or it can be the hoodie or the T-shirt. Yeah. But I'm going to rock Birmingham all day, bro.
0: Well, I'm just telling ta- you. know you get on everybody's nerves with that. <laughs> oh, come on, the clothing? Yeah. Oh, because they don't know? <laughs> yeah. My bad, man. I tell everybody
2: I'm sorry. Are you but telling they, them yourself. But look, y'all good. Wear whatever you want to wear because I literally wear whatever I want to wear.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I'm I'm joking around. I mean, of course, I um, you know, we go back a long way, bro. Man, my feet could not touch the floor from the pew
2: seat. That's what you need to know. That's how far we go. Okay. Back.
0: Real talk. I like yeah. that. Real talk. Do you remember the first time I took you in the credit union so you could get try to get a car? I was six
2: I was sixteen. Yeah, And I had been working at Western Supermarket, saving my money. When I got the job, the church had a credit union. I used to go in there every Sunday and deposit my money to save up to get my car. But I didn't know what I I was doing. (laughs) (laughs) So I reached out to Pi. He walked me through it. it. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Walked down the hallway and everything. Yeah.
0: Well, tell me, let's talk about that car. Well, let's talk about, was that the Cadillac? that's, that's the Cadillac, front? bro, My name is Bessie, man. what happened to Bessie?
2: Bessie got stole, man, my senior year in college, bro, I'll never forget no my I was a rising junior, actually, okay. I had just pledged just crossed I'll never forget my date was on my arm. We were getting ready to go to the alpha ball. <laughs> I'll never forget this. We walk out, I go to the spot of my car, and the car's not there. All I see is glass, and I knew what happened. <laughs> cause about a, about a, about two months before, this car had been broken into. Really? So, like a champ, I tried to play as cool as I could. I called a cab, cause I'm still going as alpha <laughs> ball. Right, right. I called the call police on the way there, and report my car stolen, <laughs> and I was sad as hell at that ball, man. <laughs>
0: I did, I did not have a good time, bro. I was defeated, man. They never found the car. They found
2: the car. So it was also graduation weekend. So okay. I, I couldn't enjoy graduation at all for the, my my fighters ahead of me and my friends ahead of me. They found the car four days later after it was stolen. So the car was stolen on the Thursday. We were going to the dance that night. It was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They found it Monday. I got a yeah. call Monday. Car stripped down, bro. I'm talking about when I go when I, when I I go to whatever their little lot is.
0: Yeah.
2: I couldn't even get nothing out of it, bro. Oh, wow. I was so hurt, bro. Wow. The lack was cool, man. She, <laughs> she, she was white with burgundy guts, man. I feel it. I and feel her it. name was Betsy. Look, let me tell you how much I love my car. All right. When I got my Alpha Jack, the same dance I went to and Pledge. Uh-huh. No, you put all your gear on the, on the jacket. That's right. I got I got R.I.P. Betsy right there. <laughs> That's for my first Cadillac. All right, just want y'all to know. <laughs>
0: now, of course, you um uh have all of the accoutrements of the man now, but once once you're done, what kind of car are you go get? You go get Cadillac. another Cadillac. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I,
2: I I won't I won't new and old school. My my great grandfather man, he had a. 1968. It was four door white um, Cadillac Fleetwood, and it was black interior. Oh wow! And my granddad is Cecil, and um, my great grandmother Mary McGee. She lived till she was 100. She died in 2001. Man, we drive all the way across 10th Kingston to Sixth Avenue Baptist Church on Sunday, and if we went anywhere on the weekday. It was to the, the old Sears Roebuck that's now Innovation Depot. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember going to that Sears with them.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And the only other place we went in that car that I have memory of is you had to go to Alabama Power in person to pay bill, pay your bill.
0: Yeah. And then turn your chicken.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I remember, bro. about that lack. But that's ever since up. then, I've been in love with Cadillac.
0: Yeah. My second car was a Cadillac. It was a Cadillac DeVille. My first four cars Crush were Crushed velvet seats. Man, I love that car. My first four were Cadillacs. Your first four? My first four cars were all Cadillacs. Okay, okay. Now, let me ask you this, ma'am. Um, you, you mentioned it just a second ago. Tell me about your first job and, and how that impacted you.
2: Oh, man, listen. My first job, I was a bag boy at a grocery store. Western Supermarket on Crestwood Boulevard. Yeah, I never. I'll never forget walking in. But at an early age, this whole concept of work ethic it kicked in. Most teenagers trying to have fun, chill with their friends. I wanted to work. I'll never forget.
0: Man, you've always been so serious. Yeah, man.
2: Yeah. I mean, I can have fun too,
0: but yeah. Focus. Focus. That's a better word. There's was a, was a guy, man,
2: as a, a white male. His name is Dale Smith. I was 15 at the time. He looked at me like I was crazy, but he saw how serious I was. He told me to come back, so I came back, filled out the application. I got that job at 15. Now, I was the only 15-year-old on, on the line, I mean, because most of those guys were 17, 18. They had a few 16-year-olds. Mm-hmm. But I got the job, and I kept the job, and I started out working everybody. And it got so intense they put me in the bag boy competition. <laughs> <All right? laughs> some bag I got, boy competition. I got the job in '96. They had me competing in the best bag award in 1998. Are you serious? Yeah, bro. I, got, I was a semifinalist. I got the article and everything. I should have. I, I'm gonna have to show you the article one day. I yeah. To show you the receipt.
0: Yeah, you gotta show me that.
2: They had me in the bag boy contest, but in the article I spoke to that uh, it was '98. I wanted to go to Morehouse and how I like the job and all that man that what? job that job taught me work ethic better work ethic taught me the importance of customer service but they had me doing stuff all over that store it ended up being from just bagging groceries taking stuff out to those seniors cars to working the line working working the receiving line working everything in the store stock doing everything
1: yeah
2: everything this place like I learned I learned how to do everything at that grocery store by the time I came home freshman year in college they asked me to be a acting manager at one point. Okay. So that was 19, so I worked there, what, almost four years.
0: Wow. Is that where you fell in love with the city of Birmingham? I mean, you've always been.
2: No, I'm going to tell you, when I fell in love with the city, man, it was a child. So I'm one of four children, but my mom's one of eight. My dad's one of six. So what I remember as a child, my family lived all over the city.
0: Yeah. All over. Yeah.
2: Not just aunts and uncles, right? That's 14 of them combined. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was my great aunts and my great uncles. So I had family lived in Fountain Heights. I had family lived in Cooper Green, West End, Brickyard, Southtown, Vice Hill, Lovin' Village, Gate City, High Shepherd Rail, name an area of town, bruh. I lived in North Birmingham. Right. But my family lived everywhere. Yeah. So we literally always went and s- to see everybody. I was spending the night over everybody's house. Right. People ask me how I know the city so well. I, I know the city. <laughs> I can get from point A to being the city without ever getting on the interstate because we were always going around town visiting family. Yeah. I fell love the city as a child, man, just visiting family who live all over the city.
0: Now, that was your first job, but what was your first leadership position?
2: Oh, that's (laughs) easy. Same age, 15 years old, in-step ministry, 6th Avenue Baptist Church. Who told you to do it? (laughs) (laughs) First of all, I didn't want to do it. (laughs) It wasn't even what I was looking for. I mean, I'm the shy, quiet guy. Um, But Pastor Porter wanted to create a youth ministry. And in this youth ministry man there was a it was split between a liturgical dance for the young girls right and literally a step team for the young boys where we stepped like we were in a like a, a Greek fraternity but our our chants were literally related to uh being Christians in church
1: I like it I like and it and we literally
2: call ourselves Christian soldiers and Again, everybody older. Everybody's older. <laughs> right. I'm telling you, 16, 17, 18. Everybody's older. Right. And I end up being the step leader for the for the in step ministry. The first, the inaugural step leader. So, that was pretty cool, man. <laughs> and you know that started in our church, but we left our church and took it on tour. We were performing yeah. at. Um, Kelly Ingram Park, man, we performing at, at other churches. We performing yeah. in the mall. We performing everywhere. We everywhere. had our Army Fatigue on, Army Fatigue boots, and Christian Soldiers, 6th Avenue Baptist Church T-shirts, bro. We we were on tour, man. It was cool. I love it. <laughs> Let's take a
0: break real quick and pay some bills, and uh, when, we'll get, when we get back, I want you to talk about your mom. I'll do it, brother. All right.
2: At Alabama Power, There is nothing more important to us than our customers and the communities we serve. Alabama Power is more than your reliable source of electricity. We're committed to building the future of energy and providing innovative solutions to our customers. Alabama Power offers energy efficiency tips to help lower your bills and the company supports agencies that offer bill assistance. Alabama Power initiates and supports efforts to grow the economy and elevate the state of Alabama. And yes, we are also your reliable source of electricity. Alabama power is for a better Birmingham and a better Alabama.
1: Okay, we back, we have paid the bills. I was gonna make a joke. I've already told them the joke. (laughs) I said it would be real, real petty. If I FaceTime the aforementioned female, say, hey, look who I'm in the room with now. I'm in here with Randall. You want to say hey?
0: But the funny thing about it was,
1: he, right after we cut off, he said, hey, you still dating that girl?
0: <laughs> look here, let's jump into this or that, man. Pick a, um, pick a charity. Pick a charity? Yeah. Birmingham Promise. All right, Birmingham Promise. If you don't answer a question... You have to donate $100 to Birmingham Promise. All right. All right. right. Green Acres or Wing Out? Green Acres. Railroad Park or Botanical Gardens? Railroad Park. Hattie B's or Eugene's Hot Chicken?
2: Eugene's. That's
0: easy. Casanova versus The Safe Room?
2: Oh, damn. It's getting harder. Casanova.
0: (laughs) Saul's versus Jim and Nick's? Sauce. Yo Mama's versus Granny's Fish and Grits. Man, I had Yo Mama's today, bro. <laughs> I already knew that one. Al's versus Purple Onion. Al's. Barber's motor sto- Motorsport Museum or the Museum of Art. Barber's Motorsport, bro. Birmingham Zoo or McWayne Science Center. The zoo. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sloss Furnace or Vulcan Park? Oh, that's a tough one right there.
2: I'm a lame Vulcan, but oh, man, that's tough. Vulcan.
0: Okay. Alabama Theater or Lyric Theater? Alabama Theater. Thanksgiving or Christmas? For what? (laughs) (laughs) Favorite holiday, Thanksgiving or Christmas? I'll take Thanksgiving. I'll take Thanksgiving. I'll take Thanksgiving. Popeyes or Chick-fil-A? damn Chief Lay, man <laughs> and the last one Goody Mob or outcast outcast baby yeah you that's your. those your folk right there yeah, i mean
2: that's um, that's not fair cuz the entire dungeon family but <laughs> 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 give me give me stacks and big boy yeah
0: do you let me ask you this real quick do you ever shut down from being mayor do you do you feel like you shut down a-
2: <laughs> the first time i did it brother brothers the first time i shut down literally took a break turned my phone off the first time in 5 years was after the election of august this september mm. i took a break man it yeah. was yeah it was the weird, weirdest coolest thing i've done in 5 years so it's 5 right because i announced i was running for mayor in 2016 right and man we charged up that hill for a year and 6 weeks
0: You remember how mad I was with you, and you You thought you was mad as hell.
2: (laughs) We had a seven-week transition, never, so I didn't get a break between winning and being sworn in. Right, we win, and it's work. It's building the plane and flying it at the same time. In eighteen, we we're not at a cruising altitude yet. Nineteen, because we're still finding our way. Coronavirus hit in twenty twenty. We running for election again in twenty twenty one. It's just like that. Boom, 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 boom. So when we won that election with no runoff, I made a commitment to myself prior to winning. If we won with no runoff, I was gonna actually take a vacation. Yep. You're talking I stuck to, to the
0: commitment. Man, let me tell you when and he And it was beautiful. When um two things I'm gonna say. First okay. of all, when he announced he was running for mayor, mm-hmm. he didn't tell me. Oh, so you was you was mad. You was pissed I, off. Yeah, I found out <laughs> By the news, in the, in the newspaper, man. Not and even was, a text? Man, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Man, I was so pissed off with him. I swear to God, I was so mad at him. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? How come you didn't tell me you running for mayor? And he was like, I thought you'd tell me not to do it. <laughs> you remember that? With, with the colorful
2: language and all
0: <laughs> now, That's good stuff. Tell me. Um. Oh, and I was gonna say, it'll come to me. Now, tell me about your mom. Everybody knows Mama Woodfin, Damn. and um, you know how special she is to me. Tell me how she has shaped you. Tell me about your relationship. Let's let's pay homage to mom. That's easy.
2: If I had to describe my mom in three words, my mom is um, a doer a lover, and a caregiver, so doer. I'm talking about her first as far as, my mom worked in the private sector. She worked for AT&T for 28 years. What do I mean by doer? Before you're a doer, most people are dreamers. Hmm. But they don't execute on their dream, it's just in their head. My mom always wanted to be a teacher. So she voluntarily walked away after 28 years of being at AT&T and went and got a degree in education at age 50 from UAB mm-hmm, to become mm-hmm. a teacher. Y'all tell me anybody that turned 50, go to school, get an education, to become a teacher. No. Oh, not
0: to be a teacher, nah, but yeah. But yeah. <laughs> the point is yeah.
2: she's a doer. Yes, yes. She's not just going to talk about it. That's right. She's going to do it. And I didn't realize, like, that. that's – I saw that and it shaped me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if I talk, I'm not just gonna talk about something. I'm a dreaming, and then I'm gonna execute on it and do it. Yeah. Like, go do what you want to do. So she's a doer, a lover. Oh man, <laughs> her heart is like it's 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 so pure, man. It's it like it is, it's, and it's everybody has a gravitational pull towards her because she only wants to give. Yeah. And she over gives. And I'm like, yo, chill. Yeah. And she's like, No, son, shut up. And gives more. Yeah. And my sisters and I looking at her like, yo, what are you doing? But like she overextends. She is a genuine lover. Yeah. Like a genuine lover of like agape. The, yes. the mm, like mm-hmm. mankind. She loves human beings, bro. I know that
0: sounds weird to say yeah, it like that, but But she does.
2: She wanna save the world. Yeah.
0: Alright, she literally wants to save the world. People talk about being a godly person, but his mother is so godly, yeah, man. She, she wants just, to save oh, the world. Yeah. She's pure.
2: And then caregiver. So when we were growing up, man, everybody's heard me say it, but in the context of there were never less than eight people in my home growing up, which meant sometimes there was more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She took in everybody, bro. We were that house. So y'all remember how Forrest Gump? His mom his mom was taking in everybody? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, like yo, that's my mom. Right? Yeah. I'm talking about everybody had to stand at the house. Uncle Kenny, Uncle Clyde, Uncle, 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 everybody, Uncle.
0: Yeah.
2: Aunt lived there. Um. Cousins lived there. Like, great-grandmother moved in. Like, yeah. Like, everybody lived at our house, bro. Cousins, like, everybody lived. She, everybody, it, we were that home. And it, she opened her doors to everybody. You're sick. You're on your deathbed. You transition out of prison. This family member died and still got kids and people need help. Like, literally, we were that house.
0: Caregiver. So that is how you're so patient with people? Is that where they comes? Because, like, you know how irritable I get with people. Man. Let me tell you something.
2: When you grow up in a house, man, and there are... 10, 12 people.
0: All the time.
2: All the time. Literally, like I'm not exaggerating, all the time. You learn that nobody's alike. You learn that everybody is different. Temperament, personality, wants, desires, needs, style. Yeah. Everybody is different. And that will humble, boy that will humble the hell out of you. Yeah. And so by the time you get to this age and this position I'm in, the world's not on fire to me. Yeah. People just don't know how to talk to each other. Right.
1: Mm. Like, you, mm, mm, you mm, don't mm. have to agree with me.
2: Right. We are gonna be all right. Right. Cause we gotta live in the same household. Yeah. You don't have to think like I think. Your opinion ha- can be different from mine. Yeah. You, make, you can like different food. Yeah. You can like different music. It wasn't like it was a TV in every room. Right. It wasn't like it was a music cassette in their room. Right. We still had vinyls and, and, and tape cassettes. It-
0: <laughs>
2: Man, but trust me, bro, that that was real life shaping. And, and for the position of men, it was helpful. Because I'm okay with people disagreeing.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm okay with conflict. Yeah. And... You learn to compromise. Compromise is not a bad word, in, in the in the life I live and grew up in, right, right, right. right. You're not going to get your way all the time.
0: But you also learn how to fight for it. Hell, damn, re- I mean, yes, damn. <laughs> yes, sir, you did. Exactly. Yes, you did. <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> I, fi- I physically saw the way he had to pull himself back. <laughs> I respect that. Do you
0: re- do you remember two um, thousand? 2000- Nine, I think it was two thousand nine. Yeah, two thousand nine. Yes, I remember when that
2: name. first time I heard of school
0: board. Um, no, no, no. Um, g- g- you had
2: you had steel, steel yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah.
0: Do you remember showing up on my steps? And I was living on on Sixth Avenue. Let me tell you what happened, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I decided I was gonna run for Jefferson County Commission. Okay. Right and it was one morning no it was late morning it was probably close to noon i was hung over like <laughs> all the damn right <laughs> do, 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 do. well the doorbell rang i come to the door and randall is standing there with a this she flip chart sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Am I lying? Not lying.
1: Like you finna get a presentation.
0: This, half as tall as EJ, right? <laughs> and he had counted up all the boxes in Jefferson County, and he was. I'm standing there with like booze in my eyes, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he's explaining to me. This is how many votes you got to get out of each box. I do remember that. I can explain, though.
2: I can explain. Yeah. I finished law school in 2007. Had no desire or want to be a lawyer. So I was like, ain't going. (laughs) And, man, I I got so close. I got deep into, like, I'm going to the alphabet. So the alphabet I wanted to be a part of, CIA. I never told nobody this, for real. Oh, really? (laughs) Okay. And... You know, I had my first interview, and then I remember a second interview, and then I was like, you know what? No, nah, I'm good. And then I I packed up all my stuff, moved to Atlanta. And when I got to Atlanta, I was like, oh, this ain't the move either. <laughs> so I found a program where I got professionally trained on how to work on campaigns. Okay, okay. And I moved to D.C. And the program was off K Street, and then they, like, it's like, Throwing me in the water, and not knowing how to swim, and I worked on a congressional race, and we won. That candidate won that race, and I took all that knowledge and training I learned and brought that back to Birmingham. I specialized in field work, which included numbers, yeah. and I was like a super nerd. Mm. So this, <laughs> now he talking my language, bro. <laughs> so, so by 2008, 2009, anybody I wanted to win? They didn't even have to ask me to do it. I just, like, (laughs) did it myself and brought it to him. I did that to him. I did that to Judge Shontay Owens. And they, like, I I just started doing it to people. Anybody wanted to win, I was just like.
1: (laughs) I've already done the math.
2: Like, he not lying. It was big-ass shit. I had
1: had everything down. And he had drawn it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: anyway, when I found out through the news that you were running for office, that was the first thing I thought of. And that's why I told you, hell yeah, you finna win this thing. That's what's up. That's that's exactly what it was. Um, Want to close with a little something-something. All right. What hurts your feelings? Like, in all you've gone through all you've been through um, what is the one thing that hurts your feelings that you really want to see change if you could do if you had a, a magician's hat and you could change something because it hurts you what would that be
2: the grieving mothers to stop crying when their son or daughter or any of their family members were killed hmm. It hurt like hell, bro. I mean, it's raw. We are January 5th of 22. We've already, we had four murders in the first four days. And two of them were so brazen. Woman and man in a car driving down the street, east side of town, and another car pulls up beside them and two shooters extend their guns and shoot into that vehicle. Attempt to kill both of them, but one of them did die. Two young men walking out of a convenience store last night on the west southwest side of town, and two two shooters walk up, shoot both of them. One survived, the other's killed. See, I still have a this this deep emotional feeling from May twenty seven two thousand twelve. My brother was killed. And I'll never forget my mom being on that scene. I'll never forget her reaction. I'll never forget those tears. I'll never forget her scream. I'll never forget not knowing how to console her. Mm. There's way too many mamas that have to experience that in Birmingham. If I had a magic wand, if I had a wish, it would be to take away all the grief of these these grieving mothers, which means their sons and any their
0: other family members will still be alive. That's deep, man. That's deep. Um, I'm gonna close with this. I wanna ask you a little bit of advice. Oh yeah. All right. Um, because everybody was laughing at me yesterday, including your friend on social media. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I met this young I thought she was the one, man. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> Thought she was the one, dog, and I saw her handwriting, man, and I was like, hell no, I am not about to do this, right? Give me some dating advice, Mister Man. Give me some dating advice. The okay. first dating advice I would be
2: is accept her handwriting if you don't like it, give her another chance. <laughs> that would be the first. That would be the first advice. All
1: right. No, man, sloppy handwriting means sloppy house. <laughs> Thank you. That's, see, you feel me. Uh, but you, you may got to get to the house first.
2: <laughs> So here's the thing. There is no perfect man or perfect woman.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, acceptance can be easy or hard. And when you like somebody, so this is about dating advice. Mm. When you like somebody, um, what you got to do is not put them on a the pedestal. Mm. But at the same time, don't treat them like they're in the basement either. Mm. Find some sweet spot in the middle where you are patient with yourself enough to where if you really, really like her, don't necessarily put your foot all the way down on the gas. Mm. But if you're still trying to figure it out, don't tap the brake either. That's my advice.
0: I like that. That was good. That That was was pretty good. That was good. Well, as we close, I want to thank you, brother, for coming. Yeah, man. Anytime, bro. We
2: Next time, bring me back. We can go as long as y'all want to go. I right? love it. I, I love come back. It. I come back
1: with a joke too. Oh, and, and
0: let me ask you this: What's the coolest thing about the job? I mean, like, is it the car? Is it you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, no,
1: it's showing up and women saying, "Ooh, he's fine. fine." No, I
0: don't <laughs> want that deep stuff. I want. I want to know what is the like the re, what's the one cool thing that you
2: you know what this is cool. All right, I've had moments. All right, the cool one of the coolest moments is. I'll never forget it because I didn't believe it either. The team told me. It was Cedric or Sylvia said, you um, ain't athletics and Coach Saban wants you to come down and talk to that football team. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <was> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't juice me up like that. <laughs> yeah. But it was real. Yeah. But saving the a goat, bro. Yeah. I don't care what y'all say. Roll, oh, okay. time. Roll, Roll time. Roll time, bro. Like, but – I, I've 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 come to the conclusion that you make Saban the leader of a submarine, the leader of the free world, the governor of Alabama. It's gonna <laughs> run the way it's supposed to run. I okay? love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Getting a few minutes one on one with the goat. Getting uh getting an opportunity to speak before these same players that's getting ready to play in the national championship. Man, yes, come sir. On, bro. That Get- was I was like. I a kid feel when they're walking towards our, towards our us, bro. That's, and towards <laughs> us don't even exist no more. That's how I feel.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, again, thank you for coming. Yeah, and we problem. are definitely going to have you back. Anytime, man. All right. Anytime. We want to thank our dear mayor and my brother, Randall Lee Woodfin, for coming. We want to thank you for listening. And on the next Intravenous with Iva, we'll have Sebastian Cole. As always, Huge shout out to urbanham.com and Creed 63. God bless.